2: This morning a family's relief. Little AJ safe and sound. The toddler found by rescue crews in Bushland after a three night ordeal. A new development in the William Tyrrell case. New South Wales police uncover fresh information. Preparing for the worst, the New South Wales hospital system braces for a surge in COVID cases. And the lawnmower man on the cusp of stardom, swapping gardening tools for a microphone.
0: This is 7 News with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. It's the reunion being celebrated across the nation. Three-year-old Anthony Elfalak back in the arms of his loved ones this morning. After a desperate three-day search, the little boy was found drinking water from a creek not far from the family home. Stand by, steady. I've
3: got the boy.
1: Hope was never lost for AJ Elphalack. A police helicopter spotted him drinking creek water, found 470 metres from home after three cold, rainy nights. Here they come. Here they come. A turn of events nothing short of miraculous. No-one more relieved than his mum.
2: (laughs) AJ!
3: AJ! Hey, Jane, look at him, mommy! Our first member that reached him found him kneeling in the riverbed. Uh, they put a hand on his shoulder uh, and comforted him. He actually took a knee on our rescuer's uh, knee uh, and then actually a big smile towards him as well and they embraced it at that moment.
1: An extraordinary reunion. <coughs> tears of joy spreading to family waiting at home.
3: He's alive It's amazing He's got some nappy rash He's been bitten
1: by ants He's he's fallen over He's alive Dad Anthony and AJ's brothers Michael, Alexander and Patrick In their biggest hug ever The Elphalac family whole again
4: What sustains you through
3: all of this? Just to see my son He's named after me if anyone was going to survive, it was AJ. He could hear his brothers through the, through the valley. That's what it was, he could hear his brothers. So he went through the thing and he was trying to follow him.
1: What's this kid mean to you, mate? More than
4: anything in the world.
1: The brave toddler spent the night with his mother in Maitland Hospital, incredibly escaping with only nappy rash and some cuts on his leg.
4: Little AJ's condition was quite remarkable, actually. Um, it's uh, probably inherent that he's a little bit of a survivor. Once he woke up, all he wanted to do was eat. He was hungry. He, and he, he got stuck into about three slices of pizza and a banana, so he's pretty good.
1: But the police operation isn't over yet. Police are investigating whether historical links with AJ's father and the bikie gang bandidos had anything to do with his disappearance. Obviously, from a policing perspective, we will still be continuing our inquiries. The lost autistic non-verbal boy, now safe. There are no words. There just are no words. These little, dear little boys come home to us. Cause I Dawn, Seven News.
2: The New South Wales hospital system is bracing for a surge in COVID cases predicted to hit next month. The state has recorded another 1,281 cases and five deaths, with Premier Gladys Berejiklian offering some reassurance for when numbers peak. State leaders are confident our hospitals can manage.
4: We have 177 patients in our intensive care units with COVID. At any given time in our hospital system, there'd be around 400 people with non-COVID-related issues in ICU. Uh, And so our surge capacity, including staff, in our intensive care units is 1,550.
2: 177 COVID patients are currently in ICU. That number could hit 947 by mid-October. Of Victoria's 92 patients in hospital beds, only one is fully vaccinated. 13 are children under the age of 16 who will become eligible for the vaccine from next week. There are now more than 1,040 exposure sites, with Vic Roads in Broadmeadow added to the growing list of Tier 1 venues. It comes as the Premier announced a rent relief package for those who've lost more than 20% of their income. $1,500 will be paid via their landlord. Queensland has avoided lockdown for another day after recording zero new locally acquired cases. Contact tracers are still scrambling to locate customers who attended a nail salon at the same time as an infectious truck driver was there. More than 900 families are in isolation after a four-year-old close contact tested positive for the virus. The Premier urging people to get jabbed with the state's vaccine rollout the slowest in the country. The telco giant Telstra has become the first telecommunications company in Australia to mandate vaccinations for its workers. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. This isn't sitting well with the unions.
4: It certainly isn't, Jody. Good morning with the communications union seeking advice on mounting a potential legal challenge to this mandate. The telco giant has revealed that it will require staff who are in regular contact with customers or staff that visit customer premises frequently to be vaccinated. Telstra joining food manufacturer SPC and airline Qantas to force employees to get the jab, with other companies considering the move as a last resort in order to push open the economy. Telstra employees will need to be fully vaccinated by mid-November or or be required to submit a medical exemption as to why they haven't had the jab.
2: If they refuse, they could be moved to an alternative role or even face medical retirement. Jodie? Okay, Taylor, thank you. Queensland Police are investigating the suspicious death of a woman in Brisbane South. Officers were called to a home at Upper Mount Gravatt overnight with reports a woman had been critically injured. Despite the efforts of paramedics, the woman died at the scene. A man known to the woman is now assisting police. New South Wales detectives are reportedly focusing on a new suspect in the disappearance of toddler William Tyrrell. The Daily Telegraph is reporting that police are planning to interview the person of interest after uncovering fresh information about the case. This Thursday marks seven years since three-year-old William disappeared on the New South Wales north coast. Victoria could have a new opposition leader today, with the Liberal Party poised to resurrect a former leader. Matthew Guy looks set to regain the top job when the Liberal Party room meets this morning. He's seeking support to topple Michael O'Brien. The spill will be the second attempt in six months to oust Mr O'Brien. Hugh Jackman has revealed his Father's Day heartache. The 52-year-old shared a photo of his dad Christopher on Twitter, confirming he passed away in the early hours of Sunday morning. The Greatest Showman star paid tribute to his extraordinary father. His parents migrated to Australia from England in the 1960s, his mother returning to England when Hugh was a child. His father raised five children on his own. An emergency shutdown and burn-off at an industrial park in Sydney's south triggered panicked calls from local residents. Fire and Rescue received over 30 triple-zero calls reporting a large fire in the Botany and Matraville areas at around 11 o'clock. The large glow and flames turned out to be a gas flare stack which was undergoing an emergency burn-off. Australians could soon skip the queues and test themselves for COVID. Health Minister Greg Hunt confirming that rapid antigen testing kits could be in homes possibly within weeks. The rollout awaits approval from the Therapeutic Goods Administration. Any decision relying on higher vaccination rates. A coronial inquiry has heard a lightning strike started one of the deadliest infernos to hit the New South Wales south coast during the Black Summer bushfires. Flames 20 metres high, fanned by 100 kilometre an hour winds, all part of the tragedy that claimed seven lives.
4: The Black Summer bushfires, December 2019. The destruction of homes extensive. The loss of lives immeasurable. These are the victims of the catastrophic bushfires on the south coast. Fathers, husbands, a volunteer firefighter, and an insight into why the flames were impossible to extinguish. One fire captain wrote in his statement, I heard what sounded like a freight train. The sky filled with fire. Residents saw the glow in the horizon and no sooner had it arrived on their properties. Daylight completely disappeared as they came under ember attack. The blaze came rolling like a wave in the ocean. Spot fires igniting everywhere started by a lightning strike in the Badger Forest. It spread a staggering 35 kilometres in 12 hours and consumed the town of Cabago. Crews on the ground described the ferocity of the fire's path as abnormal and extraordinary. The police fire investigator telling the court he'd never seen anything like it during his career. It burned for 63 days. At its conclusion, 315,000 hectares of land was gone, 422 homes were destroyed and seven people would be laid to rest by their families. Leonie
2: Ryan, 7 News. It's been building for months and now competition in the mortgage market is red hot with one player offering $5,000 in cash if you're willing to refinance. Almost two dozen lenders are offering similar offers for your business, including some of the nation's biggest banks.
0: As the housing boom continues, lenders are revisiting an old battleground for new business. Cashback. The highest portion of cashback deals that we've ever seen. How's this from BCU? $5,000 $5,000 just for taking out a loan. And not just for refinances, but first-time buyers too. Some people talk about cashbacks. Oh, yeah, but they've got all sorts of monthly fees. We don't have any monthly fees at all. Rams is offering $4,000 and a bunch of big lenders 3000 including HSBC, St George and Westpac. But it's not just cold, hard cash up for grabs. There are also frequent flyer points. And this, some banks are waiving lenders' mortgage insurance. Many are waiving fees altogether. Banks want to be on the winning end of a refinance deal, not the losing end, and so they're throwing all matter of perks at potential customers. A quick hit of cash is one thing, but here's the biggest incentive of all. Switch your loan and the money can keep coming. Thousands upon thousands every single year from a lower rate. On a typical half-million-dollar loan, save more than $4,000 over three years by switching variable rates today. For fixed, pocket just shy of $15,000. Most banks' lowest rates right now are fixed rates, but we are seeing variable rates coming down as well. Gemma Acton, 7 News.
2: Amazing body cam footage from New York shows police plunging into floodwaters to search for people trapped in a basement. Officers valiantly dived in without any special equipment to see if anyone was trapped during Hurricane Ida, but locked doors and live electricity eventually forced them to retreat. Meantime, the cleanup after the hurricane is continuing in hard-hit New Jersey, where at least 27 people have died in floods. A brilliant meteor has been spotted streaking across the sky in Europe. Video shows the same event from Brittany in France, the British port of Southampton and from the English Channel. The UK Fireball Alliance says really bright asteroids like it are only seen three or four times a year and that the meteor was probably the size of a handful of stones. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is falling while the Nasdaq is rising. In London, the FTSE gained 49 points. Germany's DAX was up 151. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 532 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose 262. The All Lords fell by three points. The ASX 200 added six. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,826 US an ounce, oil is $69 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying $74.5 US cents, $81.5 Japanese yen, and US$1.04 New Zealand. Lockdown has forced many displaced workers to search for new opportunities, like Australia's most famous lawnmower man, Mick Harrington. He's now chopping wood to earn a living, while also reaching the grand final of The Voice and hoping to become a superstar.
3: He's the knockabout country dad with the voice of an angel. At home on the family farm in eastern Victoria, Mick the mower man Harrington is hard at work. As a mower man, COVID has shut down sort of the residential mowing side of things. The 33 year old gardener now cutting tons of firewood to support his young family. Somewhere over the rainbow With local pubs closed during Victoria's lockdowns, mixed singing gigs have also dried up. But by Sunday night, the untrained singer's fortunes may change forever when he competes for a recording contract in the Voice grand final. He's up against Bella Taylor Smith and Arlo Sim from Sydney and Adelaide's girl group, G Nation. My aim is to give my girls a good life. He's also injected much needed joy to the tiny town of Stratford, population 2,000.
4: He brought tears to our eyes. Um, he's a local. He's awesome. Can I have a photo, please? It's
3: really sweet and really nice. It just makes like shopping for groceries about five times longer than it needs to be. <laughs> the town and the nation brought to tears when Mick popped the question
0: to partner Beck Laid. It was beautiful. Just beautiful.
3: A story of love and hope in times of crisis. The mower man is a star whether he wins or not. Peter Mitchell, 7 News.
2: In sport, Brisbane Lions star Lockie Neal has been given time by the club to think about his future as he considers a move back to Perth. Club chiefs have met with Neal but say he's not yet requested a trade back to Fremantle. The Brownlow medalist wants to return to Perth to raise his young family. Geelong midfielder Brandon Parfitt will miss the rest of the final series with a hamstring injury and Bulldogs captain Marcus Bontempelli has avoided a serious knee injury but is in doubt for Saturday's preliminary final against Port Adelaide. Cameron Munster is only a 50-50 chance to line up in the Storm's qualifying final against Manly on Friday night. The Storm are battling a number of injury concerns. Josh Addo-Carr has a hamstring strain, Brandon Smith a broken hand. Munster is trying to overcome a knee infection. The Storm's Sea Eagles match opens the final series. Chasing a historic win, England's batting lineup collapsed on the final day of the fourth Test against India. Needing to chase down a record 368, the English batsmen wilted under the pressure. From two for 141, the home side lost their next four wickets for only six runs, out for 210 eventually.
3: Boomer with the in-swinging Yorker, that is perfection.
2: The 157 run win gives India a 2 1 series lead heading into the fifth and final test. Video has emerged of the moment an American couple got a nasty surprise when they removed a window shutter. They say they woke up at 4 am to the sound of flapping noises outside their window, eventually, finding a colony of bats living inside. <laughs> A bat rescue service will try to relocate the colony. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. Sunny in Brisbane today, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Sunny and 22 in Sydney. Sunny and 19 in Canberra. Cloudy in Melbourne, heading for 17 degrees. A possible early shower, 13 the top in Hobart. partly cloudy, 17 the top in Adelaide. Sunny in Perth, heading for 28 degrees. And sunny and 35 in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday the 7th of September.